was a massive weekend right across the Northern Territory. I'm sure that plenty of you uh, were out and about going to various different things. I know a lot of people from up here in the top end heading to Central Australia for the Fink Desert Race and it has wrapped up for another year after bikes, cars and buggies all raced through desert country in Central Australia and joining me on the line right now to tell us a little bit more about how it all went, it is the Fink Vice President Kelsey Branford. Good morning to you, Kelsey. Good morning, Katie. Kelsey, how are you all feeling today after what was no doubt a massive weekend? It was. We're all feeling very relieved. We got through it and um, that was huge. Uh, Everyone was awesome and it was a really, really great weekend. Now, talk us through uh, who won what categories. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, we're going to have the same poster again this year. (laughs) Toby Price once again took out the card with his co-driver Jason Dun- um, Duncan, who's from the state, and David Walsh took out the bike. So, But um, second in the cars was uh, a guy called Greg Gartner and his navigator, Jamie Jennings. They actually were the first trophy truck to ever win, think, um, back in 2010, I think, or 11. And then in third place, we had Travis Robinson and Andrew Pinto. Travis hasn't raced, think, for about six years, and he made a return. Um, he did a really great job, got it on the podium, and it was really good. And then um, in the bikes, we had second place was Cal Norton. He's the new generation Fink rider. He's uh, only 21, and he's um, done really well this year. So first podium for him. And third place was Ivan Long, who has been on the podium before. Um, but, yeah, it was a really, really successful weekend. It sounds like it was, and it does sound as though once somebody's raced in the Fink once that they seem to come back. <laughs> they do. It's something, we don't know what it is, it's think magic, but yeah. they'll tell you on race day two, I'm never coming back, this is ridiculous, and then there they are entering the very next year. Good <laughs> so on them. A little bit like childbirth. <laughs> you go back and give it another go. Exactly. <laughs> once you forget how, how difficult it yeah. was. Once you forget how difficult. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, tell us, Kelsey, I know that, uh, you know, that there was some pretty awesome times as well. How did they go time-wise? Yeah, it was a, it was another fast track this year, um, and Toby was very very fast, and he was in in you know I think it was an hour and thirty five or thirty six minutes on day one, and David posting fast times in the um, hour forties, so it was another quick track. Um, but yeah, it's it's just getting quicker and quicker each year, but. That's with the track, and mm. we'll see what next year brings. It could be slower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know, I suppose. It were, I'm assuming mm. that the conditions change based on various different things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, rain, no rain, all that kind of thing. Mm. And because, yeah, natural track. Hey, tell us in terms of the numbers on previous years, how did they look? Yeah, good, good. So um, the, we we were expecting less this year. Just motorsport is expensive. Mm. So when the cost of li- living pressures come along, that's when we see that middle of the range guys who are you know got mortgages and kids and that sort of thing sort of drop off. But we we ended up with 461 bikes and 131 cars and almost 800 competitors in total. So we were really, really happy with that and um, it was still a really good healthy numbers despite, you know, the, the financial pressures on everyone happening at the moment. And in and terms... Yeah. Of them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, no, do you know if you had good had, numbers? Yes, yeah, really good numbers. And I have to give a shout out to the Northern Territory Government and the volunteers, particularly our spectator marshals who came out. You know, it was hard to get this race across the line this year just with the 
the car section, mm. just making sure we got all the safety right that Motorsport Australia wanted. And, you know, the Northern Territory government and those spectator marshals and all the volunteers, they really, really came out in the last four weeks and made this race happen. So without that, we would have seen no cars competing. Um, so, yeah, I have, to, I have to give that shout out. We saw heaps of spectators still. We thought that might, you know, maybe not see as many as we had before, but no, they were still out in strong numbers. It was really good. And as you touched on, obviously some safety changes had to take place. Mm-hmm. Did everything run pretty smoothly mm-hmm. from your perspective, Kelsey? Yeah, really, really good. It was a bit manic there for four weeks because, as you can imagine, there was, you know, hundreds of kilometres of bunting and track to make sure we had done. Um, Everyone just came out of the wood. We had businesses who closed for the day to take all their staff down bunting. We had riders and competitors, car teams come down on their day off and and help bunt. So we were really, really lucky with that. And yeah, it, it worked it worked really, really well. Mm-hmm. Really, really well. And for the most part, you know, ninety nine percent of people were amazing. But there's always gonna be a one percent yeah. <laughs> who had to be reminded to move back. But yeah, for the for the most part it was really, really good. And so, Kelsey, from your perspective, a, a successful Fink and, uh, and you know, it's, it sounds as though great numbers, a great volume of people there to watch but also to be part of it. Absolutely, yep. We can only go um, bigger and stronger from here and I, I guess we all start again on Monday. <laughs> yeah, well, this <laughs> is it. 2024. Yep. And in terms of, you know, like we know that in Central Australia it's been a tough time over recent months. In terms of having a huge event like the Fink Desert Race, you know, how important is it with the injection to the economy and, and you know, getting so many visitors to Central Australia? Yeah, it's really important. And, you know, the, the people of Alice, this is why people from all over Australia and even over the um, internationally come back and race Fink. It's, it's Fink itself, yes, but the town of Alice gets so so behind Fink and, and the Apertula community, it's everyone's race that lives here. And so we, it's, that was the forefront in our minds. It is so important. Not, And it's not just the economy. Like, yes, that is the big piece. You know, mm. we had booked out hotels and caravan parks and restaurants full and all that kind of thing. But it's just... It brings a vibe that it brings people and they all love Alice. Everyone loves Alice. So they were all happy to be back. The amount of things we saw on social media, they were so excited to be back in Alice. And I think that's what the people of Alice needed. They needed to see that the town is awesome. Yeah. Like, I know it has its problems. I'm born here, I have to say that. But like, yep. it, it, this town is magical. It's magic. And it's so wonderful, I think, you know, when uh, when something like the Fink gets underway, there is so many things to love about Central Australia, so many things to love about the Northern Territory. So it is really exactly. great to see that it's, it's, that it's gone well. Yeah, no, thank you. It well, has. Yeah, I'm really pleased to hear that. Um, and Kelsey, congratulations to all of you involved. I know so much work goes into organising an event like the Fink, um, particularly, you know, when you look at the safety concerns and everything that's had to happen in the weeks leading in. Um, so glad yep. to hear that it's all run smoothly. Yes, no, thank you. And just thank you to everyone's support. It's been amazing. Kelsey Bramford, lovely to speak to you this morning. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Katie. Thank Thanks. you.